at the New Void Mr. Nissan, we have trucks. Not only do we have trucks at the New Void Mr. Nissan, but we have lots of trucks at the New Void Mr. Nissan. Lloyd Minster's best selection of trucks. Trucks to test drive today. Trucks in all different styles. Trucks with Canada's best truck warranty at five years, 160,000 kilometers. And trucks with savings of up to $6,000. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan has trucks. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a truck. We'll help you buy one. Because the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan has trucks. This is Lloyd Minster's show. This is local that matters to you. Local people local events local news and sports for Lloydminster and area this is live with Kurt Price from the new Lloydminster Nissan Hey, welcome to the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan on this uh, Tuesday morning, which uh, looks like it's going to be a scorcher out there today. In fact, Environment Canada has a heat warning in place, a heat warning that looks like it will stay in place all the way until Thursday. And then uh, the weekend looks like uh, we could get some moisture. Of course, it has to happen on the weekend. Uh, one thing that wind, a uh, little breeze is doing right now is uh, blowing around all that poplar fuzz. So if I start to sniffle and stuff like that, I don't have the COVID. Just have the poplar fuzz flying around. Did the same thing last year and had to explain to everybody. It's not COVID. It's the it's the fuzz that's flying around. It'll likely be flying around here for the next month or something like that. But yeah, it's gorgeous out there today. Well, it's a little cloudy, but it's going to get really, really hot. That uh, cloud is kind of saving us at this moment. A couple of uh, contests going on here at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. One, of course, you know about. That's Feed the Farmer. And we have one more meal to deliver this week. We're going to be heading out and uh, dropping off a fantastic meal courtesy of Sobeys, Eggland, Richardson's Pioneer, BASF, the Tent Guys, as well, of course, as Sobeys, Diamond 7 Meats, and and the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. So keep those nominations coming. You have until this afternoon to get those in when we make the final draw for Feed the Farmer and again, head out on Thursday to deliver a fantastic meal. Uh, we want to say thank you to Cody Knapper and Karen Knapper for hosting us last Thursday. We had a fantastic time. And... Uh, it's always disappointing when it comes to an end. Then we start looking forward to the fall, though, and we can assure you that meals in the field will be back in the fall. Brand new contest to announce that will be up on our Facebook page tomorrow, though, and this is for the graduates and their families. It's the 2021 grad giveaway with the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, Richardson's Jewelry, and Spiros. Graduates have the chance to win pizza parties and also Two beautiful watches from Richardson's Jewelry will be given away. A Michael Coors watch and a diesel watch. And here's what we're going to be asking our graduates and their families to do. We're going to be asking them to post a graduation picture but not from this year. We want to see the kindergarten pictures. So post those kindergarten pictures on the Facebook pages and you'll be entered into win those fantastic prizes, including for any uh, kids that are off to college in the fall, uh, we're going to service their vehicles here. We'll have two of those prize packages to give away before they head off to uh, college uh, in the fall. We'll make sure that those vehicles are running nice and smooth and everything is uh, good on there. And again, there's two pizza parties courtesy of uh, Spiros and yes, Rick 
Richardson's Jewelry has these gorgeous diesel and Michael Kors watches, which you will pick. You'll pick the watch uh, from a selection there at uh, Richardson's Jewelry. So get those uh, old photographs out, and you can see uh, that's actually that's uh, a Lenny on the top. And they haven't told me which one is a Lenny and Maria. I just went because I'm pretty sure that's an older picture on the bottom. So, <laughs> so you got Maria, and then, yes, uh, my kindergarten picture there is uh, in the middle. So get ready to get those uh out of the storage and i'm sure you're already you've already done that anyway for some of the uh some of the uh you know slideshows and things like that that the graduates have no winner and chase the ace uh last wednesday night so tomorrow night the jackpot is going to start at three hundred eighty-six thousand and four hundred and ninety-one dollars just a dozen cars remaining in that deck so get your ten dollar ticket in person at the lloyd x today till four you can also pick them up tomorrow till six in person draw day though if you're e-transferring or using your credit card you can only do that till 2 p.m and uh, you're helping out the lloyd x if you get those tickets the earlier the better uh, send your e-transfer to chase the ace at lloyd x h.com use your credit card on the lloyd x's website and that's www.lloydexh to use that credit card again 2 p.m tomorrow is the cutoff and no doubt about it, it'll be another uh, record week and with a dozen cards remaining this could be the week that somebody wins life changing money also, a, a new 50-50 raffle to tell you about. Uh, the Lloyd Mr. Youth Center is holding a 50-50 cash raffle in order to support their summer programs. Uh, there's a, a, maximum, a minimum cash prize of $540 or 50% of the jackpot up to $1,350. So you check that out on their uh, website as well. And they have details on their Facebook page as well for the Youth Center. If you haven't got your She Shed raffle ticket yet from the Lloyd Mr. Legion, that shed's going to be drawn for on Canada Day. They're uh, building it right now, and tickets are just $10, only 2,500 tickets available. That shed is uh, valued at $10,000. And uh, we had uh, Michelle Lopez on the show on uh, Saturday. If you haven't checked that show out, you should, uh, because they have got a few things coming up, including a Come and Try event on June the 12th. If you want all the details, you'll find them right there on our facebook page and michelle lays everything out for you and who should come out and try and exactly what they're doing the next day on june 13th as well because they've got a few things on the go the edmonton elks that's the new name of the edmonton eskimos they announced this morning that the edmonton eskimos are no longer and now they have a new logo the edmonton elks uh, we'll start play August 5th. At least that's the plan. Here's what I don't understand. Are we going to call them the Elkies? That doesn't really sound all that pleasant. The Edmonton Elkies. And here's what else I don't understand. They have this new logo. It's a nice logo. I, I don't mind the logo. But why did the name have to start with E if they were just going to build a new logo anyway? Like if the, I thought they're going to go with the double E. And then it would just be real smooth like that. So I'm a little bit... You know, I, I don't mind it. They they have these helmets. Show them the helmets, Paul, with the horns on them. So when they put the <laughs> so when they put the heads down, they look like they're they're charging in the the Edmonton Elkies. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was spotted walking with a cane yesterday, and the word on the street is that he sprained his ankle playing frisbee. I thought that only happened in Saskatchewan, where you have to watch for gopher holes all the time. No matter where you play frisbee, you got to watch for gopher holes in Saskatchewan. But uh, he's on the limp. We'll see how he feels. Like, it actually, 
you know, it kind of makes it makes me feel kind of good actually that he's on the limp because he's been crippling Canadians with his policies for a long time now. So see how he likes it. And Liberal MP William Amos did it again. Have you seen William Amos? Well, William Amos, he uh, he peed on camera during a virtual uh, proceedings in the House of Commons. This is the same guy that appeared naked on an internal parliamentary feed of uh, on the uh, virtual question period back a few weeks ago. Remember he said he did it back then by accident because he was out jogging. He went out jogging before the meeting. He got all sweaty. He came in. He didn't realize the camera was on. So he goes in front of the camera and he strips down completely uh, naked and somebody takes a screenshot of it. And before you know it, uh, William Amos is favorite, is, is famous. And when I did this show, I remember Tracy Kay was here. We did the show the next day. And I said to everyone, he did that on purpose. There's no doubt in my mind. And I said, the reason I know he did that on purpose, because I've worked with people who would do absolutely anything to get attention. It's just some people, that's just uh, their nature. It's just what they do. And so now when he did it again, I would say that it kind of proves that he did this on purpose. Uh, purpose. In fact, he's going to step aside for a little while and he's going to seek assistance. Well, if it was by accident, what is he seeking assistance for? To learn how to turn on and off a camera? I just absolutely, you know, you know what this guy is? William Amos. Remember that name because this guy is Canada's version of Anthony Weiner. That's who he is. We got a brand new Anthony Weiner, our very own Anthony Weiner in Canada. Well, we are going to uh, take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk with uh, connecting parents and supporting families. We've got Julie Harper here and Coralie McKean to talk to us about their next meeting, which is coming up on June 7th. How are you doing? We usually answer that with a reference to our physical and emotional well-being. But did you know that it can also be directly tied to how we feel about our finances? So how are you doing? Are you worried about paying back your student loans? Can you save enough for those expenses you did not see coming? You can check out your financial wellness score to see if you're on the right track to reach your goals. And if you need support, we're here to help. See how you're doing at synergycu.ca slash wellness. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House of Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. I love secret sauce. Put it in your car at Co-op, baby. I love secret sauce. Put that sauce on everything. Steel in Lloydminster is the key supplier and largest indoor inventory of steel between Edmonton and Saskatoon. Locally owned, PWM Steel offers a wide range of services from steel cutting and bending to custom sign and powder coating. PWM Steel uses aluminum products as well as new and recycled steel. 
key supplier of steel products and services since 1982. Visit their website at pwmsteel.com. Local people. Local events. Local advertising. To advertise on Live with Kurt Price, call 780-522-9433 or visit forgesmedia.com. Welcome back inside the new Lloyd Minster Nissan on this uh, hot Tuesday. At least it's going to be a hot Tuesday here when it looks like it's snowing behind us with the, uh, with the black poplar fuzz uh, blowing all over the place. Uh, Julie pointed that out. She said it looks like it's snowing behind you. Julie Harper is here along with Coralie uh, McKean from Connecting Parents Supporting Families, and they have their uh, meeting coming up on June the 7th. Ladies, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us again. Yeah, absolutely. We, we really enjoy having you guys in. You're doing fantastic things. And actually, to show the fantastic things that you guys are doing, you sent us a video. And it's a video we've seen before. We'd love to show you again. It goes back to that old adage about, you know, when a child is born and you're handed that child, you're not handed a handbook with that child. And as we all know, you know, raising children, um, can be very difficult at times. The mission of our group is parents empowering parents through collaboration, education, while building better, stronger communities. As a parent, it's obviously overwhelming and, and things happen so fast with your kids. And it's important to, to reach out for you know, obviously that, that formal learning is important, but also just the peer support and the informal community neighbor type conversation. I knew something was different or he was struggling in some areas, so it was good to have a group to go to and, and relate to other moms and parents who have children with ADHD as well. I think the village part of it is is not just physical help, it's emotional support, it's physical support, it's mental support, and I think that as a mom, um, I need all parts of my village in place to be like the best parent that I can be. Most of the time you're going to make the right decisions, you're going to make the right choices. You are going to mess up sometimes, that's human. Own the, the mistakes, apologize to your kids when that is okay, but just trust that you are doing the right thing. Parents, I think it's very important to have more knowledge because I think a lot of times we feel like we're on our own and uh, nobody really understands what we're going through. We can make our world look pretty perfect. You know, and it's only when we're transparent and we really, really let people know that we are just like you. You know, I struggled just like you did. But I feel nowadays that we need to go back to empowering our children. Um, we, need to, we need to have the talks that we don't have anymore. We need to put them in their needs first. To realize everyone has a different struggle and other groups or people might have the exact same struggle you're having and you won't know until you have the conversation what they've gone through might help the next person. One of the reasons I found personally is to actually offload all of this anxiety that you have as a parent. It's, it's therapeutic for me but at the same time it's therapeutic for the group itself. Be a village to somebody especially those people that don't have a village. I think there's so many people that come into Lloydminster through work or immigration and they don't have a huge support system and I feel like we all need to step up and be that support system for anybody in need so I think that is why we all need a village 
and if you don't have one, come find one. Back with Julie Harper and Coralie McKean to talk about uh, the latest meeting, which is about cannabis. So, ladies, uh, who would like to start telling us about uh, the meeting on June 7th? Well, I can tell you, we ha we're so excited to have some experts come from the University of Saskatchewan, um, from the Community Health Nursing um, Department. Um, we have Tish King and Jennifer Clem Clemmer, and who are professors, as well as a grad student, Taya McKean. They are going to be talking about their program called REACH, which they have created, and it's how to talk to kids about cannabis. So that's on June 7th? Yes. And what time is the meeting? 7 o'clock. And it's online. It's, uh, we have the link for it. It's going to be on WebEx this time. Usually we're Zoom. This time we're WebEx. And the link for that is posted on our Facebook, our Instagram, our website, and it starts at 7 o'clock. So how do you get that link? to get uh, into the meeting. If you visit any of our social media pages or our um, website, uh, we have an event posted there with the exact link through it. And we always go on the day of our meeting and make sure that link is posted for everyone for quick access. Can you tell us a little bit about REACH? So REACH is real education about cannabis and health. And so what happened, um, these professors have created this program um, as a community health um, educator for teachers to use. It's actually, if you actually go and look through curriculum um, resources, REACH is one of the programs that's there for grade seven and grade nine teachers to use in their school system to help educate. Why is it so important to talk to kids about cannabis? I think that it's so important because it's around us everywhere. You can't drive a corner without seeing some kind of leaf on a green sign that's cannabis I think it's around us and it's because it's legalized everywhere you go you smell it it's just it's in your society it's everywhere are we starting to have to talk to kids and educate them earlier because cannabis is legal I, th I think so I think it's definitely more available for everyone I think they like Coralie said they see it a lot more and and it's more about having maybe that open dialogue with your kids about those topics cannabis alcohol tobacco all of those things earlier because they're they're just becoming more prevalent everywhere and starting those conversations earlier just to make them more normalized when the hard times come when you might have to have some harder conversations you've kind of already built that up to talk about those things so it's not such a in their face conversation yeah it's always compared to alcohol right like mm -hmm. alcohol was always so was common in, in the home right yeah. now I think cannabis is more common in the home right yeah, I yeah, agree. Very um, I think that there was a study that was done, and they, they say that um, kids between the ages of 15 and 24 double the number of people who do marijuana than adults. And so it's just more and more prevalent in our society. So is this the final meeting before summer? It is our final meeting. We run usually September to June. Uh, actually, usually we run until May. Um, this one got bumped a little bit later, but this is our final final meeting, and then we take the summer off and and plan and regroup and think about the goals for next year. And so this is it. So if anybody is new to the meeting, how what would you say to encourage them to to join for for parents? I think um, because our meetings are online, we've had actually more attendance and people coming from 
a huge surrounding area. Last meeting we had someone from Calgary. Um, our presenters came from Red Deer. We like it's just a broader community, and I feel like when people are online, I think that they're less um, cautious about showing their face or you know because they can hide in the protection of their own home so don't be afraid come and see what's what's there and what we have to offer i'm so excited that we have so many presenters this time coming um, they want to break up into some small groups based on the ages of your children and where you're at in dealing with you know education and and how to inform your child best and so that's going to be really exciting so we'll do some small group stuff which we haven't been doing since we've gone online it's just, um, it's not as easy when you're doing Zoom calls to break up into small groups and have that same feeling or the same interaction as you would if we were in a meeting, in a, in a building, per se, one-on-one. -on -one. It's interesting you bring up the age groups. Is there a certain, like, is there a minimum to a maximum age that, you know, you'd start talking to kids about cannabis sort of thing? Like, Well, that's a good question. And I think, like, the sooner the better. I think if your child is, is you know, hanging out with friends, they're teenagers. I think the sooner the better because you can never, never be educated enough in, in terms of what to expect. What are the consequences? What are the legalities behind that? What are the, you know, the peer pressure that, that kids are going to have to deal with? And so if I think that if um, parents are questioning at all as to how to do that, how to have that conversation, then they should definitely come to this meeting because it'll be t great information. And you mentioned reaches for for teachers as well. How much falls on the teacher? How much falls on the parent? So I think in the curriculum there is definitely um, I've seen different uh, target um, learning goals that teachers have to um, accomplish, but it's all it's very broad. It, it encompasses not only marijuana, cannabis, but it also encompasses um, tobacco and alcohol. And so it's, it, I think it's uh, general it, in terms of teaching that curriculum outcome is, is definitely there, but I think not to the extent that parents should be educating and, and helping their kids to understand that as well. Because they say that a child's brain isn't actually fully developed until the age of 25. And so in, if one is um, voluntarily getting in, involved with alcohol and cannabis, then you know, there's some risks to that brain development. And, and not only that, but it's also very addictive. And so they say one in six people will become addicted to cannabis if it's used early on extensively as well. Has the legalization changed the curriculum in schools? No, it hasn't, no. I did see too, there was a study done in 2016 by the World Health Federation, and they put out a study based on 15 year olds, and they found that um, across the world in 40 different countries that Canada had the second highest percentage of 15 year olds that were doing pot in comparison to the rest. 13%. Which, 13%. Yeah. Of, that's, Out of 40 countries. And that was before it was legalized. So I'm not sure, I would love to know how that's changed. We'll have to know where the money's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we talk about uh, connecting parents, has the group uh, has has the group grown? Because do you think it's growing a little bit because of of uh, the pandemic? Even I do think, like Coralie mentioned, like 
we've kind of been able to develop a whole new platform and a whole new reach in, in having things online and and some of our topics are pretty heavy or um, you know people feel judgment on some of the things that we want to learn about or are concerned about and and having them online allows people to come to our meeting you don't have to have your camera on it's 100% optional um, you don't have to participate in a discussion like we do have small groups that are coming out of this next meeting but those are 100% optional so there will be a spot in the meeting that those that want to stay and participate in those can and those that are not interested can't so I think that allows a lot more freedom than when we are sitting at a meeting and we're all in the same space and you might have a question but you maybe don't want to ask it in front of everybody or um, we have a chat room always in our meetings so people can message questions that only the um, administrators see and can be answered by the presenter so it allows a lot more privacy and and the reach for sure is a lot bigger than it was when we're just here privacy comes into play when you, when there's a question period as well right very much yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Anything that I'm forgetting to ask you, ladies, about the meeting June 7th? Um, I don't know. Is there? So. Just I want to make sure people know where to find you. Yes. And if they visit Connecting Parents, Supporting Families on Facebook or Instagram um, or our website, if you search it, it should come up. And we have all the details for our meeting, the time, the link and everything, um, all on those events. And just, just so that um, the general public knows, this meeting is not, people aren't there to condemn cannabis or cannabis users. Just we're there to educate and help support and to have those conversations and to give you the right words to to be able to have those open conversations with your children around the area and topic. Yeah, when I was in high school, I never could have imagined that cannabis would be legal someday. Like that, that like thinking back, and that's a long way to think back on. But trying to remember what education there was, and I don't think there was a lot. No, I mean. Yeah. Back then, it kind of just wasn't it wasn't a thing. It was either you did it or you were just don't do it. So, I mean, even as a parent, I never thought that I would need to learn all of this information because I would never have thought. But it is it is my children will all be exposed to it, and that's the reality. So, yeah, learning what to say, learning everything about it, and mostly learning what to say to them so they can make informed choices. I think is is the goal of this presentation. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of seniors could use it too. <laughs> a lot of seniors uh, have questions about why there's so many skunks around lately. But <laughs> uh, ladies, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And uh, please come see us again in September. Yes. So it'll be the next meeting in September. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I really I wanted to say too that we have a really cool project coming up. So stay tuned with the Health Foundation has approached us and asked us to do a really big project. Um, so hopefully this fall everything will be finalized, funding, and yeah, so stay tuned because it's going to be great. Well, here you are working with the Lloydminster Regional Health Foundation. I feel like I just found out about you. Like I feel like it's a group that I just like didn't even know existed till six months ago. So you guys have really, really grown. Great job. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for being here and thanks for all the information as well. We'll be back on Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Sometimes I forget what day of the week it is, but we'll be back on Thursday. Cal Wakeland's going to join us, and Cal will have uh, some fishing tips as we head into uh, summer and uh, maybe some new products that you might be thinking about getting for uh, your dad with Father's Day just around the corner. And we're going to be announcing our Father's Day contest very soon. Don't forget to watch for that graduation uh, contest, which is going to be starting as well. And enjoy the Habs game and the Jets tomorrow night. Hey, I kept it. I kept it to a minimum when it comes to the Canadian stock, okay? But that may pick up if they win the next round. I'll talk to you again on Thursday.